everyone. Hey everybody, happy Monday. How are you guys all doing? <laughs> I see you too, Markimus. I see you. Thanks for being here, everybody. So as you can see, I am alone right now, but I have the disembodied voice of my co-host in the air because my co-host is a Pirates fanatic. So I do not doubt that she decided to do something ridiculous for today. And that being the case, she wanted to share it with me and you all in chat at the same time. Mm-hmm. Very true. I'm Thank very you, excited to show everyone what's going on. I just wanted to um, make sure we get Chris's reaction on tape because I can be a lot sometimes. And I feel like this might be one of those times. <laughs> Seth, what are you talking about? What do you mean what happened? <laughs> Oh, we getting a surprise? Yeah, well, we all getting a surprise. We all getting a surprise at the same time. So, uh, yeah. I'm just, like, not going to react. Let me get my straightest face on. No, you guys are probably going to see me, like, just be. So, I don't even know. I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> Let's get ready. Yo, why, y'all? Why? Yeah, everyone get your screenshot or you know screen capturing on so you could you can get it to but we're probably gonna also post it i mean everyone's already ready to take a clip anyway so <laughs> oh lord all right. all right well it seems like everybody in chat's ready um cheryl are you ready i'm ready are you ready i mean ready probably not but what the fuck <laughs> let's do this all right here we go. Cheryl's favorite movie, y'all. Just remember that. Hey, everyone. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Are you twins we got the same thing going on here i know right yeah <laughs> i went all out this is why i was late today because i was working on this get up oh man yo you went yo shit she got the pirate flag from one piece in the background mm. you got the pirate paraphernalia all over the place this right here is my shower curtain that i took down for the show don't worry it's clean <laughs> And then over here we have one of the mini posters, or I guess like it's one of the things that they used to have at Blockbuster. Right. Where they put the videos. So I got me one of those. This little thing oh. here, this is from, here I'll just bring it over. This is one of the things, souvenir things I got from oh, nice. the premiere, because yes, Folks, I was there at the premiere um, for the third movie. <laughs> you, you right, Seth. It's Captain Jack. My bad. She, <laughs> she is Captain Jack Sparrow. And 
in the words of our boy, um, John Bolton, this is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Have you not seen that video? That video is amazing. Of Michael Bolton? Yeah, Michael Bolton. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Captain Jack, Johnny Depp. So um, you guys are going to have to forgive me because I, I opted out of wearing my glasses today so that you could really get the whole get up. Um, so it means that because I'm blind as a bat, cannot read the chat. <laughs> so um, Chris will have to help me out a little bit with that part. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, Blue. <laughs> quick on quick on that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Now that you got the reveal, you can read, you can like put your glasses on if you want. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it would, it would, I feel like it would ruin it. Or maybe I, I guess I could put them on for like when we're in between the show and then take them off during the show. Yeah, that's fine. You can put them on now so you can still read the chat. I no, we don't want so to miss out on dumb though. <laughs> you're just, look, you're Jack Sparrow in disguise. Excuse me, Captain Jack. It, it actually makes it come together even better, I think. <laughs> And I'm surprised you didn't come in with like a kind of um, like an accent. Avast, avast, <laughs> that's uh, right. Captain Jack. To you. So I wanted to show you two things that are very special to me. Mm -hmm. um, this here is the dog with the keys. <laughs> oh gosh, that's great. <laughs> By the way, uh, Cheryl, Dung says, uh, Dung is here to witness this moment. And thank you, Madness. Thank you for the lurk. And of course, the best Eeyore in all the land. Oh my god. He even gosh. has a sword. <laughs> wow. Wow. So wow. yeah, I was very excited for this day. I, oh, I have one more show and tell thing for you. Uh, or maybe I should wait. No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because it's probably going to come up later. Um, and then we can show everyone together. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I am not surprised. You went all out. For those of you who are wondering why I am not decked out in pirate garb, it is because I own nothing of pirates. Like, I am not. I've never been a pirate, like a pirate person. I'm more of, I've always been like a samurai type person. So... You need me to have swords. I have swords. I have swords galore. But um, yeah, I was never under pir pirates growing up. But I love the pirates movies. So, but the, the, the original trilogy. And maybe I could make an argument for a dead man tale, no tales. But that's another one. It's like, eh. I just feel like people are gonna like join in the middle and be like, "What the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love how Straker just came in and he's just like, oh my Jesus. Like, where did Cheryl go? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yes, it, I I am not with Cheryl today, everybody. My co-host is one and only Captain Jack Sparrow. And I will always remember this day as the day I almost had Cheryl Choi as my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 yeah.
Yep, yep, Straker Man. You were right, because Straker Man was there with us on that Pirates Day, wasn't he, Cheryl? Um, oh yeah, that's right. He was there when I did the, um, the marathon trivia contest day, where I made rum for everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a mm -hmm. treasure chest prize out of Kit Kats. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> it wasn't hard. It would have been fine if, you know, people showed up on time to watch the movies before I asked the questions. Well, considering that the people that you were inviting were on CPT, I think that you should have known better. CPT? Oh, you don't know what CPT is. <laughs> CPT. I, I'm not going to be the one to tell you on stream. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> I need to know what this is. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, Blue doesn't know what CPT is either. <laughs> Let's see if I want to look it up and see. Oh, what? That can't be Wait, it. How many of you guys in chat do not know what CPT is? I I could have sworn that that was more like that was more well known. Shaker wants you to read out loud what you found on Google. Hold on, I'm adding Urban Dictionary <laughs> to the search. <laughs> what was the first thing you found when you searched CPT? Uh, it was like cognitive something test. Oh, yeah, the, I think the thing, the same thing that Storyo put. Um, yes, Storyo, the second op, the second thing oh, that you put is correct. that's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. You you say that. But it's amazing because when I'm around any different group of people that happen to be people of color, they all have the same joke, that except referencing their specific specific culture. That implies that white people are always on time. I mean, <laughs> we kind of do it to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, wait. Else. So Cheryl. So let me hear your best. Uh, your best pirate impression. I don't really have yes, one. Yes, yeah, you know it as Filipino, uh, Filipino time. Yeah. But CPT covers all the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it actually applies to more than just Filipino people. Chinese people do it too. Yeah, exactly. And I grew up hearing it referenced to brown people. So it's, that's when I, when I started realizing that everybody else had the same thing. I was like, okay, this is just common for people of color. <laughs> just doesn't even matter because I thought it was specific for people that look like me. And then I find out that no, it's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Zarado! <laughs> All right, yeah, Cheryl. Let me hear your let me hear your best pirate impression. Let's go, let's go. So, How authentic are you? I don't really have one because I, if you didn't notice, I very. California Valley girl and like I sound like I'm 12 <laughs> so it's gonna sound stupid <laughs> stupider than I look I look I think I look pretty cool um but I feel like that's the best I can do <laughs> okay I see so wait so you what you're saying could you so wait could you do a fusion get a valley girl pirate like, what would a valley girl be if a valley girl was a pirate? How would she speak? Um, like, a boss. 
A past, a past my mate. Oh, oh my God. Are you gonna like walk the plank? Because I totally oh need God. to see you walk the plank. Is that Valley Girl? I can't, I don't know actually what I was doing. I don't know what you were doing either. <laughs> Be like, um. I, I suppose I can't do any worse than you. <laughs> exactly. The seal's broken, so now you don't have to worry. Um, okay. I don't know what to say now. <laughs> I'm like on the spot. <laughs> now, now you're self-conscious. Now I'm really self-conscious. Don't worry. No matter what you do, the chat's going to love you. So. <laughs> All right, back to work, you filthy build rat. <laughs> Very nice. I like it. I even like what she chose to choose because uh, I forget that uh, they they always like yell at the crew like, "What's the matter with you, you mangy mutts? Happy, raise their masks!" And I don't know sailor terms, but yar. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. timbers. <laughs> you better start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Why we be taking so long to start the first video? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Jeffrey Rush is just awesome. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so good. <laughs> the the cringe. cringe. <laughs> From me or from yeah, Chris? Yeah. I like to see you do better, Straight Command. See what your pirate looks like. What your pirate sounds like. Okay. Um, give me one moment. Mm-hmm. Blue Devil Hunter stumbles and falls and crashes into a wall of at in lightning speed with a smashed hand from missing Brofist. Well, the fact is that right now, none of us can look as good as Cheryl. Like, she she went all out, which, if we're honest, we knew she was going to. You can do a better impersonation. Okay, I'll hold you to that. The next time we are, like, in the same voice space, I'm going to ask you to do an impersonation, just so you know. So just be ready. I mean, if anything, I'm giving you time to practice. So the impersonation you do could be one that you've practiced for like a couple of days. So it's better than the one that you just do on the spot. Oh, man. All right, All right. <laughs> I don't pay you shit. You know better. I'm like, I have so much cleavage for a dude with a mustache. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, it's one of those kind of streams. Give Maybe us, I should have worn this deep V-neck. I just... want to see the followers button be impressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just wore this because it's my pirate princess dress. <laughs> it's a dress? Yeah. It's a dress and it has like a pirate skull down the bottom. I and... mean... Are you okay showing that on stream? Because I can't, because we can't see it. Okay. Nice. Very nice. That's cool. 
<laughs> Should I tilt the camera down a little bit? <laughs> oh man. I know, right? Should you tilt the camera angle? <laughs> Shoot. No, but we all know what really makes a pirate outfit come together is the hat. Mm -hmm. And I must say, that is a fine hat you have there, young lass. <laughs> a fine hat she be wearing. I just don't fine know. Hat. Am I a lass today? Because oh. I have a mustache. Yeah, I mean, if anything, a little this is bit just of perfect both. for the, the on-fitter stranger ties thing because uh, you're, you're impersonating Johnny Depp, which is the same thing Penelope Cruz did. That's so true. you're fine. <laughs> like, I'm gonna take notes. I don't know if it'll work for me. Oops. You do your you do your best, Blue. You do your best. Don't worry about it. Come on, man. Hold don't up. don't let Eeyore fall. You gotta make sure he's good over there. You like my kiddos over there? <laughs> yes, I I think it's all great. <laughs> How about me thinks you're doing a good job today. <laughs> You be, you be the captain, and I be your first mate. You tell me where we go, and we shall go there together. I am, I, man, I think I could get this Pirates thing if I practice more. <laughs> right. doesn't agree. Did you know that there's a Talk Like a Pirate Day? I think it's there on is? my birthday, coincidentally. Wait, when's the Pirates Day? I think it's on my birthday. Seriously? I didn't plan it. It's someone else said it. It's a national Talk Like a Pirate Day. It happens to be on my birthday. I think. At least it was one year. I'm not sure if they change it. That sounds too incredible to be true. I was so shocked. I was like, wow. The stars are, like, aligned. Okay. I'll tell you what. If it is, if National Pirates Day is on your birthday, then that means that you actually have to talk like a pirate on your next birthday for 2021. Oh, crap. <laughs> now we know. And we get, can prove it. I need we, like can a, go, we can get on stream and force you to do it. <laughs> pirate dictionary. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll see. Yeah, right, Chris. I'll use the anime hair for charm instead. You can do that, Blue. The anime hair, that that could work. And you just gotta show off the hair every once in a while and like, and like you know, do your hair flips and it'll be great. You can pull it off, Blue, I believe in you. <laughs> All right. So we always take forever to start the first show. We because do. We gotta get a cusp, we gotta get acclimated. But um, are we feeling pretty good about starting with On Stranger Tides first? it wasn't that good and then going into the movie we actually want to talk about which is curse of the black pearl yes definitely let's take right. a shit on the fourth one and then celebrate the first one yes 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 and then for you guys down in chat what's your favorite uh pirates movie let us know how you feel just so everyone knows and and i'm not sure if everyone does know this there are in fact, five movies to choose from. Yes. Which is surprising. It is almost like they tried to make a new trilogy, but at least the fifth one gave a it gave a concrete ending to the story that was kind of left open at World's End. So, 
that's like the one thing I think I really liked about the fifth one. But I don't remember liking the fifth one that much. But I remember hating the fourth one. I feel like we can't really talk about the second and third one because, and I guess the fifth one, because we might do it in the future and because we have to try not to spoil those movies too. Okay. Well, we'll keep it about on Stranger Tides and we'll keep it about the Curse of the Black Pearl. So, yeah, because you're right. We'll probably get into those movies in the future. All right. All right, cool. If you're ready to go ahead and uh, start the start the stream or start the uh, recording let's go ahead and do it all right uh let me read my notes um it was really 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 bad cut it (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) no that's i wrote more stuff than that (laughs) it was yeah no i wrote i wrote it was also very awful (laughs) no okay and i also did not like it gotcha Mm -hmm. three lines of notes um, oh, here's another one. Uh, it's a question, actually. Why did they make this? Uh... <laughs> There's that. Because they wanted more money. Right. Sorry, guys. We have to, like, review our notes before we talk. Yeah. Just to make sure we can bring up some of the things. Uh, the last one I watched was Cursed by Pearl, so that's fresh in my mind. But the, um, yeah, Stranger Tides I watched last night, which wasn't that long ago, but I have a story about that. We're going to wait to share that about one. About last night? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm opening. I haven't done this in a while. That's true. <laughs> you I haven't. Do you remember what you say? Um, I think I just say, uh, welcome to C3 Films. I'm Cheryl, this is Chris, and today we're talking about it wasn't that good for Pots of the Caribbean on Treasure Tides. Spoiler alert. Boom. Yeah. Now do that exact same thing, but faster and more natural. And, and more pirating. And more pirating. What is that? The last one I watched was... <laughs> Sorry, I took my glasses off. The last movie he watched was Kingdom Hearts 3. It's a good one. It's a good one, Stryker. That it's was good... fun. I, I, I liked having... Um, I didn't play it in 3 because I didn't finish 3. But I did in four, and I had so much fun. I was so happy. But anyways, um, I digress. Let's go. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, don't forget to close. Okay. I'm going to do a thing, so. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. All right. Recording in three, two, one. Ahoy, mateys! <laughs> Welcome to C3 Films. I am Captain Cheryl, and this is my first mate. Hi, my name is Chris. <laughs> I'm the first mate. <laughs> and today we be talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. On Stranger Tides, but it's gonna be for it wasn't that good because we both really hated it. <laughs> so, 
on that note, welcome everybody. <laughs> yes, it's good to have you guys here. Um, Cheryl loves the Pirates franchise, which is why this is happening right now. Um, me, on the other hand, I, I like it, but I am clearly not worthy of emulating the Captain Jack Sparrow. There's only two people in the world that can do that outside of Johnny Depp, and that apparently is Cheryl and Penelope Cruz. So, <laughs> with that being said, man, Cheryl, I don't even know what to say about this movie. <laughs> oh, am I distracting you with my face? <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? It's, it's fine, though. It's fine. It, it's great. Um, I, I just, I need to know what was you, you're a big fan of these movies. So like, what was your like feeling when you first watched it, if you can remember, and then now rewatch now rewatching it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely think when I first watched it, I couldn't really put my finger on why I hated it so much. But now that I watched it again, um, I guess a lot of it had to do with the fact that there was, it's it wasn't as good as what we had before, and it's like the yeah. fourth movie, so you would think that it would have to like keep being a one up from the one before, right? So like in the first one, um, sorry, we're gonna spoil a little bit of the other movies this too, um, including the first one, second one, and third one, since this is the fourth one. Um, so there's gonna be a little bit of spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, definitely. Like, I don't know why you haven't seen it. Like, don't talk, don't even talk to me. Um, <laughs> well, then. But yes, dipping into the first and, and second movie, you can see how Barbosa being the first um, villain is one-upped by Davy Jones. And then yeah. here we have Blackbeard, who you would, like expect to be worse than Davy Jones and more scary than David Davy Jones but he really isn't he's got like I mean Davy Jones commands the friggin Kraken and the Kraken right mm -hmm. and um like all Blackbeard could do is make ropes move and drive his boat without doing I don't even know why he needs a crew um yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's like, he's like the Aquaman of the Pirates world. It's like, I mean, I, I know people like Aquaman, I like Aquaman too, but let's be real. Like, you take Aquaman away from water and land, you're like, you're like cutting his moveset in half. Um, just you put Aquaman just on land. Yeah. So, Davy Jones, excuse me, not Davy Jones, but Blackbeard is literally like, yo, you're on my ship, I'm dope. If I'm on your ship, I'm dope. But we're on land, away from the ship. I got no power. Like I'm not. I'm not even like a wee bit scary. But I don't know. Wasn't that kind of similar with Davy Jones? Because Davy Jones' whole thing was he couldn't step on land. He had to always be in water. Yeah, but he still had so many more resources. He could turn people into. You know, he is a real serious threat. He could like make you. He could force you to be part of his crew just by like having you owe him something. Right. You have to like serve him and stuff like that so i mean like he's he just scary man <laughs> no i so it's weird because so i agree 
like Davy Jones is a good step up, which is why you know he carries the next two films in that trilogy. Um, and I remember, like, so I've forgotten that Ian McShane plays Blackbeard, and I love Ian, McSh- Ian McShane as an actor. And I wanted him to be scary, like that moment when he comes out in the reveal and some mutiny, and he's pointing his sword. But I remember thinking in that moment, I was like, can you do anything else besides the ropes? And then even thinking about like how, um, how Barbosa is talking in that movie about how the Black Pearl turned against him. And it was like, okay, so your power also is you can control other ships. The fact, the, the problem is we only hear about it. We never see him do that. So maybe it could have been scary, scarier if like, they're getting into a fight with the ship and the ship is ready to like fire the cannons, but then all of a sudden um, Blackbeard's able to turn all the cannons on the ship itself. And then it makes the, they make the ship sink itself and then his ship didn't have to do anything. Then I think that's a little scarier because, you know, we're pirates, we our, our lives are on the sea, but now you literally have no ship that can go against me. So then that can be a little scarier, but because all we see is just him using his powers on his own ship and only as it pertains to ropes, it's like, yeah, that's cool, but it doesn't feel anywhere near as interesting as skeletons in the moonlight that can't die or um, or Davy Jones, which I can only die if you stab my heart that I have locked in a chest somewhere. But at the same time, we have I literally have a Kraken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's basically the only villain who is mortal. Like he yeah. just gets shot and... Like, his whole thing is he's trying to get the Fountain of Youth so that he can live longer. And, mm. like, that's just so, like, we could just shoot him, right? He's just not scary because he's not immortal. Like, there's no special way to kill him. Um, right. And I think it also, what also hurts him is that we see his fear, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, because we already know before we even meet him that he's doing this because he's afraid he's going to die. So we get associated with the fact that he's afraid before we get a fact we get associated with the fact that he can be scary. Whereas with Barbosa, we just see like the pearl in like shadows and like the wind changes and stuff like that when we first meet Barbosa. We'll talk more about that and when we get to that movie. But um, the point is that even with Davy Jones, like their presence is felt before you see them and the presence of them is what is used to build fear. But before we even see Blackbeard, we're told he's going to die, Barbosa's going to kill him, and he's trying to find a way to make it so that he does that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It makes him seem weaker. Yeah, and, and so this whole movie just kind of becomes like a regular movie in, in a fantastical world because there is a bit of magic but like to be honest i feel like the mermaids are scarier (laughs) yeah so the thing is this movie has some cool elements like the idea of being able to control ships in a world where ships are like king that's that can that can be scary that is interesting the mermaids that is interesting and it is scary when all of a sudden you start seeing them dragging people to the to to their deaths um you know they're like they're basically like sirens uh of this world so that's that's kind of cool but so many of these interesting elements just fall flat on their face mm-hmm. yeah um and the other thing i think that really 
took away from Blackbeard is the music. I think that the the fact that they recycled the music from the other movies and like they did give him his own new theme, but it was yeah. so underwhelming and it sounded very very similar to the um to the cursed crew in the first movie that you can't really like differentiate it that much i didn't even notice i didn't even notice he had a theme now that you mentioned it's just it's it's just very very slightly different um but if you actually go back and like listen to the soundtrack for Blackbeard, he does have a theme. It's just a very whatever theme. Like I can't even remember it. All I can remember about it is that it sounds similar to the um, the music in the first movie for the bad guys. So, right. But yeah, I mean, even the mermaid theme is recycled from Wit's End, and um, and. Like, just all of it is just recycled music and, well, not all of it, but, like, almost all of it. There is, like, a little bit of new stuff, but the new stuff is so not as strong as the first movie and the second movie. Like, in the second movie, second slash third movie, they definitely reuse some themes from the first movie, but they, like, Hans Zimmer created a lot more themes and motifs in the second and third one that are so strong like like I'm sure you know like you were humming it earlier and stuff like that and like mm. just hearing it in the fourth movie in for scenes that you have heard like you've heard them before but you're watching that music in other scenes in the fourth movie and you're like but that's from that other scene in that other movie when they were doing this, and this is nothing like that. <laughs> right, you're like, this scene also isn't as good as those scenes. Like, the music really made that scene in that other movie, like, seem more epic. But in this scene, it's just kind of like, it almost feels like background noise. Right, like, they used temp music and forgot to change it, but it's, like, from the other movie. It's just not designed for this movie, so it doesn't feel good. Like, you still yeah. enjoy the music, but then you also, like, I literally rolled my eyes when I heard some of the themes that they were using in different parts, because I know where it's from, and, like, that's only because I'm a huge fan, and I bought the soundtrack, I used to listen to the soundtrack every day, like, for, like, just having it on, and so I'm very, very familiar with the music, and I know what scenes they're from, and just seeing it, like, I'm just like, no! <laughs> Why yeah. are you putting this here? <laughs> yeah, like, so what else is interesting about the movie is that I'm finding this to be a repeating kind of motif or theme in these movies that we find aren't being, that aren't that good. And normally it's that they have interesting ideas or they start off interesting. And then as the movie continues, it just gets progressively worse and starts to drop. Like, when the movie started, maybe it's because I hadn't seen it in a while, and maybe it's because I missed these characters. But I was kind of having fun. I was kind of having fun seeing Jack, like, like um, stumble his way to victory like we had so many other times before. And I was having fun. Like, I literally started laughing when he's walking down the stairs, sees the guy beside him, and then knocks the guy's hat off and runs by him. I literally just started laughing at that. I was like, you are so petty. 
<laughs> you are so petty, you, you dumb, you dumb man. But and so at that point, I was like, okay, I'm having fun right now. But then as the movie kept going, there are so many parts in the movie that feel like they're dragging, and a lot of the interest is lost. And you see them trying to like play off of things that you know from other movies, like similar quotes and um, similar I- like ideas behind everyone backstabbing each other, and. It doesn't feel new. And because it doesn't feel new, it feels like you guys are repeating your greatest hits, but this isn't even on the same level as your greatest hits. And the story that you're telling doesn't feel like an interesting story to be told after this last trilogy. So what it ends up really feeling like is like a filler episode in an anime. Mm -hmm. It feels like you had to tell a story in between the main plot to get us to the next big thing that's going to be interesting. And this is the story that you tell. Is it like an absolutely horrible story to tell? No, but is it interesting? Not particularly, not when you have these other things you could be doing. It had a lot of potential. Like when when they left off the, um, the previous movie, they hinted that there was gonna be a thing for the Fountain of Youth. So they did kind of have this in mind. And right. it just kind of fell flat because it just wasn't nearly as epic as, you know, um, the second and third one, which really went up to the first one. Yes. Like, they really just took it to the next level. The first one was new. It was fun. It was, like, the birth of a series. And then the second yeah. and third one, they really took it to the next level. Like, I'm going to make this epic-ass film. And then the fourth one was just like, oh, yeah, like, we're just going to make another thing. <laughs> yeah, and if probably because it's probably because the general formula kind of change. Um, that leads into a question I want to ask you as the captain of this crew in this ship. Like, do you think that Jack Sparrow works as a main character? So I actually did write this down. I do feel like, you know, even um, sorry, I'm going to spoil the the fifth one a little bit here. <laughs> so plug your ears if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but even in the fifth one, uh, they have, a, a you know, another character. So in the, in the, in the first one, obviously Will and Elizabeth, it was, a, it was a trio of main characters and it was the same for second and third. In the fifth one, they kind of do that too, because they have, um, that other guy, I won't say who he is, but, um, mm. you know, and, and I think the girl too, right? There was a girl too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was another trio of main characters, and you don't really realize how necessary that is until you watch the fourth one, and you're like, "That's what I'm missing. I'm missing like someone for Will. Um, sorry, not Will. Uh, for Jack to play off of, and he's kind yeah. of alone in this one, and it's it's just kind of weird seeing him alone and not have having like that." person that can back him up they kind of do because they have gibbs and they kind of have barbosa there a little bit but like gibbs i love gibbs but he's not he's not like will he's he's a pirate he still looks out for himself he need like jack needs a will he needs someone with good will like the missionary which is why i think they had the missionary there but it, it wasn't working for me because he wasn't in it enough and we weren't, like, we didn't feel attached to him. 
And to top it off, he has this relationship with a mermaid, which is so unnatural. Like, there was no chemistry. It all happened too fast. Like, they just fell in no love. Build up. Like, there was, it was just kind of like love at first sight kind of thing. And it was weird. They don't even have like a conversation. I don't, I think, I, I feel like they don't even have a conversation before they make the proclamation that they love each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only thing is like, you know, he tries to capture her, finds out that, um, you know, then they, and then he, he like lets her go for, or takes the sword out of her tail and is kind of staring at her for a moment. Then she's get captured. Then for the rest of it, she's basically in a box. He sees that she's about to die, tries to make sure that she can get some air. She falls out of the box. She grows legs, which no one is surprised by, by the way. <laughs> so, which makes me think that you guys knew that she would have legs. So why was she in a box of water? Because she clearly can survive without water. So now, now I'm just confused about like why like you guys carried a giant box, and if you because and if you didn't know that she could grow legs, why is no one reacting to the fact that she can grow legs and that she's fine outside of water? So okay, now okay, now that I'm just confused, but whatever. <laughs> Moving on, they literally don't have a moment where they can just kind of talk about even each other or like, hey. You know, mermaids are a bunch of murderers, right? Like, you guys murder a bunch of people. You know, that does come later where they're like, oh, well, you're different. But that's after they've already, like, made this, like, decision that they are about to, like, kill her or whatever else. So, anyway, point is, um, there's not enough time. And therefore, it doesn't work. And it feels tacked on. And all you can think to yourself is, this isn't Will and Elizabeth. They're not as interesting. And he's not even that, he doesn't even get to interact with Jack that much. So we can't even see how they play off each other. And it just, it falls apart. Jack needs, he needs someone opposite him to play off of. He needs like the straight man, the everyman to to play off of that he can also corrupt. And that's why he works so well, whether it was Will or whether it was Elizabeth, because they are both those people that come from this kind of prim and proper world thrust into this pirate world where he is so like familiar with and they learn from him and he in a sense corrupts them but they also kind of corrupt him with their goodness and like their heart so they actually there's a dynamic that there's interplay with all three of them and that's why those first three movies work so well mm-hmm. even though there were three main characters <laughs> yes yes but it's just interesting how well that worked is just like and this movie not having it um is you know, it just it's just very interesting how like they simplified it to having a main character, but it's not like solid, I guess. And Penelope Cruz is fine. I think her character yeah. is is fine. Um, but then we don't get enough of her and what we do get of her is like one, it's a little sexualized a, a little sexualized, which I didn't really like or appreciate. I felt they could have built more on their relationship. They talk, you know, they dance a little bit with the his- their history and what their relationship really is. But I feel like they should have given her more screen time. They should have really developed their relationship more on screen so that, like, she could replace the goodwill that we're missing, even though she's not even, you know, she has her own intentions i guess um but so did will it's just it's just that like everyone having their own 
um, motivation for doing something and then them clashing slash helping each other and then ultimately having that showdown at the end. That's what we didn't really have. Exactly. And I would make the argument that it, um, that Jack, even if you do want him to be the main character, the people that are around him, I don't think he's as interesting if the people around him are just like him. You know, if they're also mm -hmm. pirates and scallywags and people that are willing to like backstab and betray without having this other side to them. That The thing that made Will and Elizabeth interesting in working with Jack is because they clearly were friends with Jack and but then they would be drawn to do bad things, but they did those bad things to kind of save their good life. It's like their good life and this life with Jack were at odds. And when it came, when push came to shove, they used the bad life and bad experiences or bad things they've learned from Jack to support the good life that they wanted to keep safe. And that's what made that interesting to play alongside with. When everyone is just pirates and they're all working to just like keep their pirate life safe, there there's no interesting like opposition between the two between the two choices that are being made because it's just like well you're pirates and you're of course you're going to betray each other because you're pirates. It's not like you're good people that you know that have a normal life and blah blah blah. So it just it doesn't work. And then the movie as a whole, everything else aside. Unfortunately, it just gets a little bit boring mm -hmm. as it keeps going. By the time you hit yeah. the halfway point in the movie, it's like you've still got another hour and ha uh, an hour and sixteen minutes. And, and there was like... no moment for Jack to question his morality, which they had in the other one, where you know he had to give up something he wanted so that he could save someone and he had that opportunity here but it was like a no-brainer he just already wanted to save the girl and um and and he did that there was no moment for him to like question like the whole reason why he was looking for the fun of youth is so that he could use it himself and when given the opportunity he chose to give it away but it was not something where he had to like really think about it. He just did it. Yeah. And also the thing is at this point, I think it's, it's the problem with when you do these kind of, um, these kind of like tropes or these kind of like ideas in movies um, that came before. Now we're kind of expecting it. Like if you do a twist in a movie and then you do a twist in your second movie, then by the time you do a twist in your third movie, we're expecting it. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen the first pirates movie. We know how it ends with like, will and the and the gold and the and the gun and the shot and like how that is all like kind of played we've seen the third movie and we know how that ends like these movies do this thing where it seems like a choice is being made that isn't going to affect like the villain and then all of a sudden you see that the choice affects the villain and so when we get to the point where we have the two chalices we already know what's about to happen and we know jack so when he says what it's in we know that he's lying, and when the and we and we're confirmed that what we know is true when um, when Blackbeard grabs the chalice and drinks because we know they're not about to kill Penelope Cruz. So when he turns around, he's like, "Oh wait a second, I think I got it wrong." It's not a surprise, so it falls flat. Very predictable. So, yeah, and that and that's kind of what the movie is. It just kind of fall flat. It falls flat because of that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because it made things like that, decisions like that. I think there's literally no character growth for any of the characters. No, they're all not. And I don't think any any of these characters even come back outside of like you know Jack and Gibbs um, in um, Dead Men Tell No Tales. So they like kind of just got rid of this whole cast. Oh yeah, and Barbosa. But yeah, like anyone that was in the original trilogy of Pirates films, those are people that stay in throughout all five movies. But anyone introduced in this movie, I don't think comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Because they're unnecessary. <laughs> if you haven't seen the fifth one, though, you should definitely check it out. It's way better than the fourth one. It's not necessary, but it's more fun than the fourth one, and it's a nice way to like get some redemption. Yes, I think it's a nice close to the ending at World's End. They fixed it. They fixed Yes. They fixed their mistake that is the fourth movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Now that we've talked a little about this movie, I need to tell you guys a quick story. And this story is about how I got to watch this film. This film took me about four hours to finish. Wow. I... I had trouble getting through it because for whatever reason, whatever I chose to to eat yesterday started to affect my stomach at the moment that I was watching the film. Oh no. So I had to stop watching every like 15, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, thus making this movie longer and longer for me to physically sit through. But at the end, I walked away with the realization that I was literally in pain watching this movie and for that i can at least appreciate the joke so wow yes that was my experience watching on stranger tides in pain constantly and consistently for four hours in a two hour and 16 minute movie including credits Jeez, so you hate this even more yes i hate this movie even more now because I will always remember this night when I associate, <laughs> I will associate it with this film. That's funny. I think it was your <laughs> idea to do this movie, too. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to have something to do with pirates. So, you know, and I know you wanted to do pirates. So it's like, this is the only one I could think of that was, this is the worst pirates film. It's just. It, yeah, it really is. Hands down. I don't mean to, and I, I, I don't want to get on anybody. If you do like this film, that, that's fine. I do. It's What's wrong with you? So, yeah. It <laughs> is objectively, out of all five movies, this is the worst one. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So, I have said everything I want to say about this movie. Is there anything else that you thought of that you would like to, to bring up? I mean, I nitpicked at it a little bit. Um, there, I mean, I guess I hit the, the, the main, main points. Um so I think I'm good. We don't need to talk about this anymore. Just don't even bother. You could just skip it. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Just skip it. Just go right to five. Pretend there is no four. That's what I do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she's the true pirate queen. So, you know, if she says there's no four, we listen to no Cheryl. Four. So yeah, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up here, but did you guys see on Stranger Ties? What did you guys think about it? Did you like it? Did you hate it as much as we did? Whatever you thought, comment below and let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, and subscribe. Even if you don't, though, 
I have been Chris, and my captain has been... Cheryl, and we will see you all next time. Bye. I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, put on your glasses so you can see the the chat. <laughs> Bye, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, I I I was up until around five a.m. trying to watch this movie. It was like yeah, like four thirty-five. Because I wanted to watch this. I started watching this movie at like midnight. Mm -hmm. um, and I could not finish it Jeez. because I had like a snack. You were and up until it, four in the morning? I was up until six. Oh my like, goodness. I was, I was in pain. I was like in a lot of pain last night. Um, so yeah, but I was like trying to finish this movie and like I had to stop every 15 minutes. It was, it was awful. It was awful. I just saw, I just saw um, Sorio's comment that she wished you dressed up as Elizabeth Swan. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I think I could do a good Orlando Bloom, though. I love that hat he had at the end of... Um, With the feather? Uh, Curtis and Black Girl. I don't think that anyone would have got it unless he had a red cape. Right. And a sword. I know. Thank you, Soria. <laughs> I am too handsome. I am much too handsome to play Orlando Bloom. I, 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 I appreciate that. I see what you mean there. Um, Sephiroth, I had cheesecake and I am lactose intolerant as I, but I kind of keep forgetting because it's new. So I thought that I could have a slice of cheesecake and be fine. It also could have been, we had Jack in the Box yesterday. Maybe it was Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box. I don't eat fast food like that that often. So it could have been that. Um, I had leftover Thai food, but the Thai food never affects me like that. So it was either the cheesecake or the Jack in the Box or a combination of both. Mm. So it's my own fault. I mean, <laughs> when I, I eat something that, say, gives that, that, that fucks me up, normally that is my fault. I was going to say, if you're lactose intolerant, why in the world did you eat cheesecake? Well, because I, I, I haven't been lactose intolerant for my entire life. You should That's get some lactaid. You said what? You should get lactaid. I have some in the thing. I just forgot to you take it because forgot. yeah. So it really is your own fault. <laughs> Can't blame me this time. <laughs> oh man! Get cheesecake from Jack. Next time, get cheesecake from Jack in the Box. Yeah, that'll be a real quick way to like kill myself. Oh, speaking of dying, um, the other thing <laughs> did did. Did the priest die? Like they make it so ambiguous. I think she, I think the mermaid saved him. Like maybe he turned by into dragging him underwater. Well, they're magical creatures. Maybe they have like healing things. I don't know. It's a magical world. It's just I that was the movie clearly thought we were going to care more about that relationship than we actually yeah. did. Yeah. And but then they didn't even put like a bookend on it. They had. They don't even show like that he's fine, and clearly, spoiler alert, he doesn't show up in the next movie. So, I don't know. It's really whatever. I don't care. Honestly, I think the reason why I didn't even think about that is because I really didn't care. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Seth, exactly. Yeah. You get older, things change, so 
I mean, it is what it is. It's fine. It just means I have to adjust. It's just, I don't even eat sweets that much. But like when I have, when I get the taste for sweets, I usually want cheesecake. So there's something I gotta, I gotta adjust to. <laughs> yeah, thank you, that one girl. That's true. Yeah, sometimes you just forget. Yeah. Especially when it's new. Yeah, I it's sort of new for me too. Um, but I don't generally have a lot of lactose, so I don't really have lots of problems. Yeah. No, I mean, I usually the only thing I've ever been allergic to has been pollen. Like, I literally have never had something where I could not eat. So, the idea that there's a whole like now category of foods and drinks out there that I cannot consume without physical pain is a new one for me. Well, there was that one time I gave you too much hot sauce. Yes. That one was your fault. Because your friend literally told you that I do not think this is a good idea. And you said, no, he'll be fine. Even though your friend is better suited to be able to make that judgment call than you are. Wait, wait. No, I think she was on board with it. I, she's in the chat. She can I tell know. us. Sorio, were you on matter. board with it? Because I thought I remembered you being like, I don't know if this is a good idea, Cheryl. And Cheryl being like, oh, it's fine. Oh, yeah, okay. she said it in chat. <laughs> my bad. But I do admit it was my fault, which is why I said at least this time it wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Draken, just get a, double, get, a, get a bowl of cereal or drink a white Russian. Or, or both. Have cereal and have a white Russian and see what happens. White Russian is a drink, by the way. I know what it is. <laughs> okay, just making sure. There are some people that might not know what drinks are called and think that I'm being silly. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start having someone in chat who is on Urban Dictionary duty so that every time you talk about something that no one's ever heard of <laughs> yeah right that'll be what straker does straker is like really good at that whenever i say something that people don't know straker can like tell me tell me what i'm talking about if you eat more yogurt and continually feed that bacteria that processes the lactose then you can essentially remove the lactose intolerance interesting i've never heard that before it's like exposure therapy hmm Okay. That's interesting. I mean, that I could see how that makes sense. I mean, our bodies are really complicated organisms where, you know, we can get, we don't even get the same cold twice. <laughs> That's like nuts because your body like builds an immunity to it. Like the way that our bodies are, are built to adapt to our surroundings is phenomenal. One of the best stories I have of that happening is when I was a kid um, one of my friends, whose name is also Chris, he was like a big brother to me. He really liked Taco Bell. I didn't really eat Taco Bell. My mom didn't really want to give me fast food. My mom's like a health nutritionist type person. And, but I wanted to try it because he tried it. And I want to be like my, my, you know, my big brother, Chris. And so I ate Taco Bell the first time, threw up. Then I went and I had Taco Bell a second time, threw up again. I had Taco Bell a third time later on, and then I was fine. So literally, my body had to adapt to eating Taco Bell. And now I can eat Taco Bell whenever I want, normally. At least I don't throw up. 
Uh, that reminds me of that time we got a lot of Chick Fil A and we did not feel good. Oh after. my gosh, we 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 our our eyes were too big. <laughs> That's not our best moment, but at least we were on vacation at the time. <laughs> oh, uh, Sticker Man asked, "Did the movie have any establishing shots?" <laughs> we know how you love your establishing shot. I, you know, I don't even remember because of how little I cared. <laughs> oh man! Definitely not as many as Justice League. Snyder cut. Ugh, man. <laughs> All right. No, that wasn't even the movie that you were upset with the establishing shot. That was like Prometheus. No, it was Snyder cut. It was the scene before we first see Wonder Woman. When they're oh. showing... It was oh, because okay. it was no, all the establishing shots for establishing where they were, except for we didn't know where they were. Because <laughs> we right. didn't know what building that was that had kids and right, business right. people. Yeah. Gotcha. What up, Otterly? Welcome. Thanks for coming and hanging out, man. Appreciate you. I feel um, like I look like what Jack Sparrow would look like when he gets older and needs spectacles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That telling of the tale about the time they almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I gotta admit, Johnny Depp's really good at what he does, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, like, too different from, like... It's it I is, know. it's very Johnny Depp, but it's the first time I saw him. So, it, you know, because it came out in 2003. I believe I was 13. Yeah, I was 13. So, you might have been 14, January, baby. No, yeah, no, I was just thinking, because 2004, um, we would have been in high school. Um, so, yeah, so 2003, we're in middle school. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't at the time being thirteen hadn't seen very many movies with Johnny Depp in it, and I think the only movie I saw with him in it was Edward Scissorhands, which one is totally different, and two I didn't even know that they were the same guy. So <laughs> I so yeah I didn't really even recognize Johnny Depp. So yeah, and then when I go went back and watched other movies, I was like, oh, that's what this guy actually looks like. I never knew what Johnny Depp looked like because. He doesn't look like the way he does in, um, in Pirates. Oh, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow is a good one. I like Sleepy Hollow. He's, I watched that movie it? again, um, I want to say like three years ago, um, after for my first time seeing it. And yeah, I, I think it's still, I think it's an enjoyable movie. I like the aesthetic behind it. But I always love that Ichabod Crane storyline um with the headless horseman and running across the bridge uh it was always like a creepy story when i was a kid that i don't know it just even though it was morbid and gory i just loved it yeah <laughs> of course i don't think i've seen i think i've seen parts of it but i never finished it for some reason i can't remember i mean you'd like it people die <laughs> but i don't like scary stuff but you like people dying, so... I do, but yeah. I like it when people die in, like, non-horror movies. 
But you do like when people die in horrible ways. That is true. <laughs> so, death in horrible ways, horror movie, Johnny Depp, horror movie. I think the scales are tipping. I think but at some I'm point not, we gotta watch Sleepy Hollow. I'm not like a huge Johnny Depp fan. I'm actually not a huge Jack Sparrow fan either. Oh, it was, you like Will Turner more? It was all about Orlando Bloom. He was he was my guy wall. I had a guy <laughs> wall. It was only Orlando Bloom. I mean, there was Orlando no other Bloom guy. was my guy wall. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I saw that man as Legolas, and I was just like, yes, please. This man is this man is the best elf. Straight for, up. So for drawing class, I had to, I had to draw like a like a. A size perspective thing, so I drew mm -hmm. Orlando Bloom three times on the on the red carpet of um, for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and I had like one of him as Legolas, one of him as Will Turner, and one of him as Orlando Bloom. <laughs> that was my drawing. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, but a man is great. It's mainly we don't see him in movies anymore. I was surprised that he came back and like did that Hobbit movie, but we don't really see him too much outside of, you know, I mean, franchise that already established, you know? Yeah, I think he gets, he just gets paid to exist now. <laughs> so I do anything. Oh, God, Straker. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that one. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a good one. <laughs> but that was a good one. Nah. All right. Should we go ahead and get started on uh, the better movie? Okay. Yeah, I gotta say, like, life is so much nicer when I can see. I mean, oh. <laughs> I'm like I could I could see like people typing, but I didn't know what what people were saying. Not that like we answer it during our videos anyway, but it was like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> see the things that you do for the content. Yeah. <laughs> this girl is going literally blind for our YouTube videos, ladies and gentlemen. That's some dedication right there. All right, let me read my notes. Uh... Yeah, I'm looking through my notes too. Oh my gosh, there's so many things about this first movie that I are know. just so good. I wrote so many things. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Oh, yeah, that's something. One of my yeah, trivia... Yeah, Straker. I'm excited. <laughs> One of my trivia questions was um, from the first movie... There were a lot of things that they took from the ride, and I asked everyone to name three things from the movie that they took from the ride. Go, chat, go! I didn't ride the ride at the time, so I definitely didn't get any of these. And I've I've, rid, I've ridden the ride once, and that was like last year. Yes, it was last year. Um. I only think I can think they took Jack Sparrow, right? No, <laughs> no. 
Did they add him in then? I swear I, see him. I saw him on the ride. They added him after. <laughs> Interesting. That was the worst thing you've ever said to me. What? What do you want from me? They didn't have the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Florida. At least I don't remember it being in Florida. Oh, so you, wait. No, you went to Disneyland, right? Or Well, I grew up in the South. So if I went to anyone, I would have gone to, yeah, Disneyland in Orlando. No, I meant last then... year. You said what? I la you, I'm talking about last year. You said you went last year. Right, but... That wasn't. That's 2020. That's well after the Pirates movies come out. Came out. My point is, I never have been on the Pirates ride pre Pirates movie. <laughs> oh my! Octopus guy. <laughs> no, they added him. They they added him after the fact as well. Interesting. See, Shell's a true fan because, uh, I mean, I didn't even know that the, it was a ride until like. I don't know, maybe the second movie. And I'm like, oh, wait, they made this is based on a ride? That seems silly. And that and now thinking about it, I'm surprised they didn't just start making a bunch of Disney movies based off rides. Because that's what they always do. They make one thing that works and then they just keep just leaning into it. That's why we have so many live action cartoon movies. Usually it's the other way around. They make a ride based on a movie. True. Yeah, no, usually make a ride based on a movie, but if they decided, oh, we have a ride, let's make a movie based on this. They would have usually people will stop and think, what other rides can we make movies based off of since the Pirates of the Caribbean movie was so successful? So it's interesting. Um, but yeah, if you guys in the chat who actually been on the ride and I don't think anyone knows except you. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, whatever then. <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. I... <laughs> The, Look. Coins. the coins, yes, the coins, the treasure. <laughs> wow, wow, Straker man. You know what's really funny? Wait, wait a guess. Straker man wait. and you both got the answers at the trivia party, so I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> you got the. We answers. both got the answers. Yeah. Um. Because I graded your test. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna say was it multiple choice? No. Damn, we had to like legit guess well like i said right. if you guys came you would have seen the first movie. i think you guys just totally missed the first movie so you you guys were really blind on that one not having been on the ride or watching the first okay. movie so fine we're gonna say the coins since we know that's one um we're also gonna say the monkey no damn all right we're gonna say the pirate flag. What? No, that's just history. <laughs> All right, uh, the black pearl. Second guess. Um, I guess yeah. That technically, it's not specifically the black pearl, but I'm pretty sure they drew inspiration for the black pearl from the ride, because there okay. is the skeletons. Well, yeah. De definitely. And then... The bird. <laughs> um, yeah, the bird. The bird, that's the a bird. good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, Straker. They're based on the coins. Wait, so we, we said the bird? Mm -hmm. The bird's one? 
Is that is that three or no? Uh, yeah, that's three. Okay. What are there other things? What other things are there? Um, I guess the song they did take they did sing the song um in the movie. So yes. Uh, then there's also the swamp from the second movie or second slash third movie. Um, mm-hmm. and then Port Royal, the whole scene at Port Royal is there. Um, with like I don't even remember that. Uh, with, like, the cannons and everything shooting at... Well, I mean, Port Royal is part of the ride. Um, Okay. Like, you actually see the four walls and stuff like that. And then um, there's kind of the part where, like, the pirates are chasing women. And then Tortuga is also part of the ride. Um, Then there's also... Uh, the drinking the rum, and then you seeing the the oh rum yeah yeah I do remember the that. Ride. Um, nice. Let's see if I can think of anything. Yeah, those were like the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. I feel like Gibbs is from the ride. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, Mr. Gibbs? He doesn't look like Gibbs, but there's a guy that, like, sleeps with the pigs and a bottle of rum. So, I'm like, that's, to me, that's Gibbs. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's like an exact call out. Because that's yeah. exactly what happens in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I cool. don't well, know. Well, I did not keep your answers. <laughs> Too bad. I just know that you guys didn't win. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am now. I think I'm. I'm good. Um. Sure. I don't even think I need the notes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You. You don't. This is gonna be. This is gonna be your show. I can just describe the movie to you, scene by scene. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, I won because I got to meet you and Sorio and the third person that you don't remember. But I think there were more people. I know that your um your friend um Dan was there. Was he there? I want to say Dan was there. I thought. I, oh no, maybe I'm thinking of. Matt was there. Okay, Matt was there. Matt was the one that won. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I remember Valley City. I can't see. I took the wall. Yeah. I remember Dally City too, uh, Straker Man. Dally. Dally City. Dally City. Yeah, Dally. What were you guys doing there? Did you go there? <laughs> No, because you guys are telling us how it was pronounced properly. Oh. What? That doesn't sound like me. Or somebody was. Oh, somebody was telling us that it's like pronounced daily and we're like, but that's not how it's spelled. And it's like, yeah, but that's how it sounds. (laughs) Oh, that might have been Sarah. Oh, it was the third person. It wasn't Sarah. Whoever the third person was was telling us. Maybe it was Matt. Who knows? I don't remember anymore. So, but 
All right. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get ready to do this. I'm gonna be starting and ending. Alrighty. Are you gonna start the way I started? Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready? Here we go. Three, yep. two, one. Arr! What's up, everybody? We be the crew of the C3 Films, and this be our show and open discussion. My name be the first mate. I be Chris, and my captain, she be... Cheryl. Captain Cheryl. That be right, young hearties. So today we are going to get into one of the best movies that we have ever seen on all the seven seas. Yeah. Reggie Billy Deckers. I don't know what we're saying, but the point is that this movie, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, is one of the best Pirates movies ever to grace the seven seas. I've asked to me hearties, ya savvy? Anyway, I can only do that for so long. So, welcome. I hope you guys enjoy. We're going to talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Spoiler, spoiler alert, we're going into this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, what's wrong with you? Why haven't you seen it? It's an absolutely amazing movie. Great music, great cast, awesome. One of Cheryl's favorite movies. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. This movie, Cheryl, <laughs> had acting. Let us know. Right. If you didn't notice, um, I am a fan, a really big fan. Um, <laughs> so, one of the reasons why. I like this film so much is because I am a big Disney fan and I've been on the ride many, many a time. And so it was just really exciting to see the movie birth from the ride itself. So, you know, yeah. being 13 when it came first came out, it was just like, it was just very exciting. And they definitely did not let you down, like even as an adult watching it back. Um, like, it's just so fun, and I could watch it over and over and over again and still have the same amount of fun every time. Like, the dialogue is great, the the writing itself is just, is just really good, and, like, the set pieces, this was kind of like, you know, it's 2003, so it was still, like, before CGI was, like, really, really, really big, like, used on, like, for everything. Now they use it for, like, everything. But 2003, they were still using practical sets, practical effects, and stuff like that. And so it, it's one of those movies in that sweet spot of having just the right amount of CGI and just the right amount of um, practical effects where it just all melds together really well. Um, yeah. I never rode the ride. So, and when I was a kid and seeing, and seeing this movie, I had no idea. This movie came out of nowhere for me. But the fun of the movie is in all of the characters. I mean, it's just such a fun movie. When the movie starts and you see Captain Jack Sparrow, it's like it encapsulates so many good moments. And you get like the idea of who these characters are like within a couple of like a couple of seconds of meeting them. When you first meet Jack, he's riding in on a ship, like he's high on the top of the the sail, looking out at looking out at the port. And then you see him have to go down and literally scoop water out of the ship. And then when he comes in, he literally comes in on a sinking ship. But even though it's sinking, he's still smooth. He pulls <laughs> up, walks right onto the port, 
and then just and keeps it going, his ship sinking behind him. You know exactly who this character is. Somebody that is kind of rough around the edges and things don't necessarily go well for him, but he still somehow holds his composure and is able to still step onto dry land, even though he was in a ship that was sinking, like he gets off before it actually hits the water. Like it's, yeah. it's beautiful, it's great. And he commits. I think that's one of the, the great things about his character is that he commits to whatever is happening. And that's like a really great example where like things are definitely not going his way, but he's just going with it. Like I meant to do that. And he doesn't say it, he just, you know, permeates that I meant to do that and it's just built into his character and just like his character in general is just really complex and funny and original and I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people say like you know they're tired of Johnny Depp doing the same character and over and over and a lot of people don't like Jack Sparrow but that's okay as it's he's definitely not for everyone but I all I can say is there's a lot of good things about his character, particularly in the first three movies, that, um, like, you just can't really top that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we did a, a little talk about uh, On Stranger Tides, and we talked about why Jack Sparrow doesn't, we don't feel he works by himself. But one of the things that lets him work in this movie are the people that he gets to play off of. And that's the two characters, Elizabeth and Will. And... Uh, Orlando Bloom and Karen Knightley, like, are also just great in this movie, and they care and they capture their characters uh, amazingly. And whenever they get to interact with Johnny Depp playing Jack Sparrow, it's always fun, and there's always interesting interactions, even like basic conversations. One of the like conversations I really liked was when they are on the ship after they escape, and which is also just funny in itself how Jack Sparrow gets seen by all these people as being like this terrible pirate but then he's constantly outsmarting people and he literally gets gets them to come and give him a ship that he can actually man with two people and sails away on it and then makes it so that they can't even chase him down or shoot at him it's it's like yeah i guess he is the best pirate i've ever seen go figure so it would seem (laughs) so it would seem he had to he had to he had to chew on that he you could feel the hatred he was so salty um but yeah but then like the scene that follows that where they're on the ship and will's like hey you know my dad i could tell i'm not a simpleton and jack is being really chill about like talking to him about his dad and his will is actually kind of being a jerk in this scene where he's like i refuse to believe my dad was a pirate and pulls a sword on jack and Jack still keeping his cool, knocks this dude overboard and is like hanging for his life so he doesn't fall into the water. And Jack tells him straight up, hey, you can either accept that this was the way it is and like move on or blah, blah, I can like let you drown and blah, or whatever it is that he says. But the interaction between him and Will are great, especially because Will is, Will is the outsider like us coming into this magical pirate world. He doesn't know about the compass. He doesn't know about all these other things that are going on, but Jack does. And he's getting exposed to it. We as the audience are getting exposed to it too through Will Turner. And then we get to see how Jack influences Will and then how that later he's able to influence um, and even how um, Elizabeth is able to be influenced by Barbosa too. So it was just, and Jeffrey Rush. Uh, anyway, so many characters, <laughs> great actors. 
I'll, I'll give it back to you. <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. The cast is just really well put together. I also love Jeffrey Rush. He was such a great villain, such a great pirate. Gotta love his pirate laugh um, and his pirate lingo. Like, just uh, he just really played the character of Hector Barbosa very, very well. And I'm disinclined to acquiesce to your <laughs> Right? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> we should get you his hat, and then we could be pirate hat right? buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a really big hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so good. But yeah, I mean, there's just so many things I love about this movie from, like, the music. Gosh, I love the music. The The first one, the first movie, I actually didn't like the music as much. Um, really? Yeah, like, I mean, the theme, like, the, uh, the OG pirate theme, which carries on, you know, in every pirate movie... That one's really great. I love it. It's adventurous, swashbuckling. It's amazing. Um, and uh, I think what a lot of people might not realize is uh, the first movie was composed by Klaus Badel. I think yeah. that's how you pronounce his name. But it was produced yeah, well, by Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Yeah. So they actually, I guess, you know, in a sense, worked on it together. And it's interesting because Hans Zimmer does the second, third movie and like so on so on um i don't think he really did the other ones but well we don't have to talk about that (laughs) for lack of time but um but it's it's interesting to really hear the difference um if you have an ear for for uh music score you could really tell um, the difference between the styles in the first one versus the second and third one. So I actually love the music for the second and third one way more than the first one. But I think that it's a little bit to do with just the fact that it's a little bit easier to listen to. Because mm-hmm. the the themes for the villains in the first movie are very, like, shrill. There's lots of, like, high-pitched, like, mm-hmm. it just gives me anxiety (laughs) it's interesting because one of my favorite scenes in the movie um so i remember loving it a lot as a kid and i maybe maybe i didn't like it as much as an adult but it still works for me and it's that initial it's that reveal of the the supernatural and the skeletons on the ship when when elizabeth first comes out after trying to stab and kill barbosa and he's looking at her like well what are we going to do after you after you plan on killing me and then she goes out in the moonlight and then you just see all the skeletons and the music is playing and then the camera's moving and you see them like sweeping the deck and everything and like rhythm i i love that moment like that was the moment when i when i saw the movie and i was like oh this movie is something special this is this is cool and then it's topped off with that moment that you just told us on on stream is from the ride where he comes out and he says, you best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. And then just drinks and then it's coming out of him and she just like, oh, runs away. Great scene, amazing scene. Encapsulates so much of the movie. And then the movie is just, it's more just cool and great moments. But I I absolutely love that moment. And the music in that moment works for me. Um, it, it, and it, because it just feels like it goes with the scene and it mm-hmm. gets me 
involved. And it almost feels like they're about to start doing like a Disney singing song because she falls <laughs> in there and they like hoist her up in the air. You can almost hear them like, you know, singing a tune or whatever. But yeah, um, but obviously that doesn't, they don't actually sing. But yeah, it just, it felt really good to me. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the music really worked during the movie, but it's not like a score that I would enjoy listening to. Like, right on your day. on your free time, just without yeah. the movie. I there, yeah. I think it's like a mix because there's some pieces of music that I feel really tell a story, like when you know the whole piece for when Jack uh, is first introduced. It's called "He's a Pirate." Actually, that's the name of the <laughs> song, um, and you know with with it starts with like really grand because you can only see him and he's sailing but then it becomes a little bit more mischievous when he has to jump down and bail the water out and then there's the sad solemn music when he salutes the pirates that were hung and then like you know it just tells a story and i really love that kind of music um because yeah. it's it's something that like i can remember and like go along with and everything but um but definitely not as, as like, I don't know. I think it, it was just really, for me, it was just a theme for the bad pirates that it was just a little too much for me. But that's probably because I listened to the score outside of the movie. And when you're right. listening to it by itself, it's not as fun. It's not fun it because, doesn't, yeah, because they're bad guys. <laughs> right. You want to, like, the best scores work by themselves and enhance the visuals, but they don't necessarily only work with the visuals. And I get the feeling that you're saying that for you, at least this score only works with the visuals. It doesn't work by itself. Yeah, exactly. Quite well. Done. Okay. Yeah, no, I can, I can understand that. Um, another cool thing that I thought was in this movie, another cool moment um, was when when Elizabeth first gets kidnapped and then, you know, that the parlay and the parlay joke that gets carried throughout the movie. But when she gets to start talking to Barbosa and they ask for her name and in the moment you understand why she's lying because she's thinking, I'm the governor's daughter. If I say my name, they're going to understand that I'm the governor's daughter and they're going to use that to ransom me and get money. So she chooses Turner's like, like Will Turner. She chose his William's last name because she likes him. And because she likes him, it's the first last name she could think of. But then that, her doing that actually hurts her more because now they think that she's the kid of the guy that they killed that they need for blood. And and she had the medallion, so it all works out. So she doesn't know that she kind of just screwed herself over worse, but they are, they're all like, oh wow, we just got lucky. And I just thought that that was a really cool, it's a small little thing in story, but I thought that that was really interesting that she chose a name that she thought was safe because she knew her name would get her in trouble, but the name she chose actually was worse for her. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a lot of little twists and turns and, and stuff like that throughout this movie. Um, and it, I guess it, it kind of gets a little tricky, but if you watch it as many times as I do... <laughs> You start to notice the little little things like like you know the whole thing with Elizabeth using Will's last name. Um, I I think that part of why this movie is so great is because it has quite a lot of payoffs. Um, yes, a lot of the true. payoffs I think are verbal payoffs, like parlay 
And, um, gosh, I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Look at my notes. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of parlay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You were sitting on that the entire screen. You were waiting. I may have a copy of parlay. (laughs) What is? It's the pirate's code. Oh, you mean pirates guidelines? Yeah, it's By the way, that's another that's another that was another verbal payoff, by the way, the guidelines. Oh yeah, the more, yeah, they're guidelines. more like guidelines anyway. <laughs> um yeah. So I haven't found you that. Just yeah, I was saying that. So long. It looks like a it looks like a t- like the Ten Commandments or something. There's a lot of rules. <laughs> and you're telling me that all the pirates that are in this world memorize these rules. At least the captains, Supposedly. I guess. Supposedly. <laughs> Gosh. Man. That's crazy. That's cool, though. I'm not even surprised you have that. I'm surprised you don't have that framed. Um. Well, I actually, I never opened it. Uh, I opened it specifically for this. Wow. Yeah. So I, I once went to um, the pirate f- festival, or a pirate festival, and there were freaking ninjas there. And they, I was like, when I saw them there, I was like, they need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you don't belong here. You guys need to go. <laughs> wow. But anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> yes. Uh. Um, but yeah, there were lots of payoffs. Another good one was when Will throws the sword and it gets stuck. And so he uses that again at the very end of the movie when he saves Jack. So, like, there's just a lot of, like, little things that, you know, you know, payoffs. That's what payoffs are. And it just feels so good, like, at the end of the movie to have everything all wrapped up and see all these things come back and repeated. Yeah, and they, and, they, and so the funny thing is that they leave themselves open for, um, so I think it's similar like The Matrix, where I feel like the movie was made with, the idea of being a single film in mind, but they leave it open a little bit so that they could do a sequel. And in the case of The Matrix, it's obviously like the whole thing of like seeing how the war of the machines turn out, um, which is appropriate since we're talking about two of our favorite film franchises. Um, But with Pirates, it's kind of open with like the history of his father. And they talk about like, oh, who your father was, Bootstrap Bill, we sent him to Davy Jones' locker. And then it's like, wait, that's the, what the whole next movie is about and saving his father from being a part of D.B. Jones' crew. Like Another small piece to that um, is that they mentioned the East Indian Trading Company, which also comes up. That was um, another trivia thing that I had. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, when they first reach Jack and they grab his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. And so, like, there's, so there's moments that can come up, but you can watch the first Pirates movie, the same way you can watch the first Matrix movie by itself. And if you don't know that there's a trilogy, you don't feel like there's more that you need to see. But similarly, the sequels of these two franchises both feel like one continuous movie as opposed to two individual standalone films. Mm -hmm. Like um, Dead Man's Chest and At World's End need to be watched together. The movie's literally, like the second movie literally hangs on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. The same way that The Matrix Reloaded does. And so you have to watch Matrix Revolution. So 
it's interesting because it's like they realized that they wanted to tell more of the story. And so for the next two films, they decided to make a story that can be tacked on to the first movies. But these, but these stories exist for these two specific films. So I just thought that that's kind of interesting how that like franchise played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I'm not even sure if they did it on purpose, um, but because it's just it's hard to imagine that they did do it on purpose because of how intricate it is. Um, yeah. The second and third movie, but also because of how they conceived this movie from a really old ride that doesn't really have a story like it the ride has a story but it's a very simple story of just the fact that like pirates go to this town they plunder and pillage and that's it that's basically the story of the ride and it's so interesting how they take all these different elements of the ride um and i'm not going to go into detail about all the elements that they took from the ride but a lot of it is actually in the movie and seeing it from actually knowing the ride and seeing all those elements is one of the most exciting things for me at least as a kid having watched it for the first time so for me i'm not sure if they actually thought about the second and third movie but more of like how they were like oh okay well the first one really worked out well let's do a second and third one and look at the first one again and see what kind of elements we can pull out of that and twist into another movie so right but um i mean just the whole first second and third movie like they were really good they were not perfect but they were really good they were really fun um can't talk enough about how much i love the music it's one of my favorite scores ever <laughs> it's probably one it's like really good. yeah it's probably one of the the um biggest reasons why i love the pirate series so much is because the music is so memorable can't tell you how big of a fan I am. I actually went to see Hans Zimmer in concert, and there was ten minutes of Pure Pirates, and I was like, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever sat through in my life to see Hans Zimmer play that. <laughs> yeah, see, that's one of those things. Like, if you if you've been checking out like our videos, you know that we bring up score a lot in film, um, a lot more than I hear uh, most other people that talk about films bring it up, and it's probably because we both have a very strong love for sound design and music. And it, it means a lot for us. And in this case, it means a lot for you. And that's why like, it literally helps to elevate the movie past just being like a small popcorn flick to you to being on another level and just, just with the music. Mm -hmm. All I can say, and this is what I learned in film school, sound is 50% of the movie. You can forgive bad acting, but you cannot forgive bad sound. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, and like the way this movie begins, also it, it begins on a very intriguing note. A ship in like a dense fog and a little girl humming a very creepy pirate tune. And then this whole idea of the superstitions behind pirates and they're kind of formulated as being these kind of mythical um beings that are dangerous and then they come across a ship that's burning and a lone boy who's like sitting on like knocked unconscious on a raft with a pirate pendant on his neck like what is this um and then yeah that moment when the when she falls off even and that's another reason this is another thing that's just kind of my mind like how things are tied together you know they have her wear a corset 
And you might think, oh, okay, she's wearing a corset. That's it. Doesn't matter. This is the time that women wore corsets. Whatever. But it's used as a way to develop the plot because since she's wearing a corset, she literally runs out of breath and faints and falls from the top of this building to the water. And the whole point of that is that so when that coin hits the water, it activates and it calls out to Barbosa and the the crew of the Black Pearl, which can then get the whole point of the movie started. So literally something as benign as her putting on a corset is the reason and the catalyst or the inciting incident for what will lead to the rest of the movie even being able to take place at all. So it's just, just, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, it reminded me of the end when she's like, you like pain? Try wearing a corset. (laughs) Right? Another little payoff, by the way. (laughs) Another little, like, verbal payoff. Um, And so, yeah, so I just, I... I found myself very intrigued with what this what this world was when we come in and we see and we kind of learn right off the bat that it's kind of a magical world, right? So it's not just pirates. And that's one of the things I think that also served to elevate it. And they do, they lean more into it in the second and third film, more so than this one, but the implication that this is a magical pirate world now makes it seem like way more interesting than just being a normal, like run of the mill, regular pirate world based on our own reality. That's true. It really does like put the movie or the world, like just, yeah, I guess the movie to another level because it has Mm -hmm. that extra layer of fantasy in it where, you know, it's not, I guess like just pirate pirates are kind of boring, but when you have this kind of pirates, it's more fun. It's more exciting. It's more new and fresh and edgy because it has like magic in it. And, um, I think that's, you know, one of the things that was kind of lacking in the fourth one too, um, is is that magical element. Um, and why the first one had just the right amount because it was just enough for it to still feel like we're in a regular world because it's just a curse, right? Um, and the right. second and third one, they really go wild with it, like you said. Yeah, they, they go so wild. They go really um, into the sailor's lore of Davy Jones in that one. <laughs> right? I mean, and then you're just seeing it on full display throughout that entire movie, especially in that world's end, because now we're getting into, like, what, Khaleesi or Calypso and, like, I said Khaleesi. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Wrong series. <laughs> Calypso and, like, you know, the spells and all this other information, like they, they build a lot of lore to the point where I was almost wondering if they were going to go into like prequels at some point. Um, Cause there's so much information. They just they probably like, could. Yeah. No, they definitely build like a really cool world. And it all started from this ride that basically had like a page of like notes on what a story is. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's, um, it's really cool. And then also just to cap off on that whole Elizabeth falling in the water moment, it also serves as a way to get Jack directly involved with what's happening because he leaps into the water to save her. So this benign moment that you think might only be for Jack is actually constructed around all these other story and like like ideas that come into play to push the story forward, but they don't seem like that's their purpose. Uh, or it might seem like it serves only one purpose, but there are multiple things that are serving this purpose. Mm-hmm. So just... From a story perspective, that's another thing that works really well in this movie. I think another thing that really works well 
is the choreography. There's a lot of choreography, and it's so interesting. And the reason why it's so interesting is because they use the set. They really use the area and the props and just things that are around them as part of the movie. Um, and and I think like not enough movies do that. Like there's there's a lot of action movies. There's a lot of fighting in movies and stuff. But it's very rare where they would actually use the sets so intricately with their fight scenes. So right. like just one of the best examples is the first time Jack and Will meet. One of my favorite uh, scenes. One of my favorite scores. I actually did that scene in my directing class and I reenacted the whole thing. <laughs> How did you do the balancing on and, the... Um, I, I didn't get to do it that intricately, but I, I'll i tell you more about it later. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm impressed. But, um, but yeah, it was just... That is one of my favorite scenes. One of my favorite scores for that scene. Um, like, just everything about it was probably just one of the best scenes out of the whole series ever is that one scene. There's so much well, to I, it. I would say that you are right because they loved that scene so much that they had to recycle that scene, specifically when they were balancing on the and fighting. They had to recycle a scene like that in the next two films. And in Stranger Tides, when he fights with Penelope Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They recycled it so terribly. Um, I, th I, th I think the second and third movie had more original fight scenes than, <laughs> than the, um, than the fourth one, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the movie is just a lot of fun. It's very well put together. It's very well acted and it's the start of something good. It's the start of a really good franchise. Um, and I had a lot of fun going back and watching it. I was not physically in pain when I watched this movie. So that was a plus. I got to really enjoy it. And I found myself, the, I think the other thing was to talk about like how funny the movie can be because we didn't really touch on it too much, but you talk about how the movie can be fun, but the movie can also be genuinely funny and, then, and it can surprise you where it's going to be funny. And it's, the humor is not done in a way that like a lot of Marvel movies kind of force their humor now. It was, it's done in a way where it feels organic to the characters and to the scene, and that's why it's effective. So I, when I think about On Stranger Tides, I remember laughing at the beginning of the movie, but then I realized that the movie wasn't as funny as we kept going through it. But this movie, while it's not, can't be anywhere near classified as a comedy, has comedy in it that absolutely works and fight scenes that could be kind of considered slapstick but it doesn't feel it doesn't really feel ridiculous. It feels like it works within the context of the world they're creating. That's right. They always talk while they're fighting. <laughs> yeah. And the and the the talk is they're not just talking, they're bantering, which, you know, like they're just they're not just fighting physically, they're fighting with their words too, but they're doing it in like a fun way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Ab absolutely. And one of the one of the best moments, like this goes back to that scene where Jack and um and Will are talking on the boat about his father. One of the best moments that tells the difference between those two characters is in this like small little bit of dialogue where Will literally says, If we were fighting fair, I would kill you. And then Jack says, That doesn't give me much incentive to fight fair now, does it? 
And that's the difference in both their characters right there. Will believes in fighting fair and being honorable. Jack believes in winning. Like, do, like, common sense, like, do what makes, like, what will benefit you, I guess, is a good way to yeah. put it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, so, one of the, one of my favorite parts of the movie, or, like, the funniest moments in the movie, for me, was when Jack just waltzed back into the cave, like, right after they had marooned him on the island a second time, and Barbosa is like... How, how, what? How is it? <laughs> it hasn't even been a day. <laughs> how are you back here? <laughs> um, and then one of my favorite lines, also around that same uh, area of the movie, is um, this, this is my all time favorite line, and it's from Jack Sparrow. And he says, uh, Me, I'm dishonest. And you can always trust a dishonest man to be dishonest dishonest honestly it's the honest one that you ought to look out for because you never know when they're gonna do something stupid (laughs) yeah and i had to like listen to that line like a couple times because i was like huh but then when you like really really like look at it you're like oh wow that is some clever writing right there (laughs) and that's like how jack sparrow talks and i think that's like why he's such a cool character is because like he talks like that and everyone's usually like what when he says something because he says it so like backwards kind of like yoda (laughs) but like in a more confusing way right but it encapsulates who he is and that's what makes it fun and then you have someone like will or elizabeth that are looking at him just like you're an idiot (laughs) (laughs) or whose side are you on and yeah it's the last thing I want to say about it is that we mentioned it in our other talk about Stranger Tides, which if you haven't seen, go check it out. There'll be a link in the description of this video. But um, the fact that the three play off of each other and that dynamic is what carries the entire trilogy. I think that if Will was by himself, he'd be boring. If Jack is by himself, he's not as interesting. And as Elizabeth is by herself, maybe she could be interesting, but I don't think she could be as interesting. So. What it really comes down to is that it is a great movie that found a way to to uphold three main characters, put them in situations where they have to interact with each other. And because of their interactions with each other, they each influence each other and cause each other to change, whether it be for in a positive way or a negative way, they at least cause each other to change. And that is one of like the best things that I feel like I love from this original trilogy, but specifically for Curse of the Black Pearl. And it's a lot of clever writing, more so in the second and third one. But in the first one, it's definitely there where everyone has their own motivations to act upon, um, which Mm -hmm. is also really great because it's, movies are really good when characters have motivation to do things, to act upon. And there's a lot of that in this movie. And the other great thing about it is how the three different main characters each have their own specific motivation for what they do. And they all just kind of meet at one point. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it all comes together in their favor, in all three of their favors. So, um, despite having different views. Yeah. Absolutely. And conflicting so, each other along the way. Yep. 
and that's how you build an interesting like trilogy of characters. Like it's phenomenal. And one thing I want to think about going forward is did they do something in these movies where they shift focus on like who the movie was about? Like is is the Curse of the Black Pearl like mainly about Jack while Dead Man's Chest being about Elizabeth and at World's End being about um Will. Like I wonder. Like and so I'm gonna think about that when we go back and watch those other movies. And I'm going to watch them again. <laughs> <laughs> and again. But yeah, again. But, um, we're gonna get ready to wrap up here. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Any final thoughts about the film that you um, didn't get to get off your chest? It's one of your favorites, so I'm sure there's a like a lot you could say. Uh no. I think uh I mean I guess another thing I I kinda wanna point out is how cool it was when you know that last scene when they're fighting in the moonlight and they're oh they're going in and out between being skeletons and not skeletons and you know seeing jack sparrow as a skeleton for the first time like all that was really cool <laughs> just yes so good. No, cherry he's like you get to see them in the moonlight um, under the moonlight, but then when you get to see them moving back and forth in between it, it just makes an already cool like fight choreography even cooler. And then a great ending at the end where you see Jack cut cut his wrist or cut his like palm with the thing, throw throw it at Will, who he knows is about to do it, and then immediately shoots Balbosa right before Balbosa is about to shoot uh, Elizabeth. And then it's just like, oh wow, you're alive, but now you're dead. Which, by the way, you're gonna have to tell me how Barbosa comes back, because for the life of me, I cannot remember how this guy comes back from the dead. I can explain so, it. <laughs> so we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and call it there. But what did you guys think about uh, The Curse of Black, the Black Pearl? Did you see it? It's an old movie. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It is one of Cheryl's favorite movies, as you can see here. But um, whatever you thought about it, comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you give it a like, share, and subscribe. And until the next time, I have been the first mate of C3 Films, and I says be my captain here. R.I.B. Captain Cheryl, and thanks for being here. See you next time. <laughs> you have fun, Cheryl. I had so much fun. <laughs> Did you like... just sound constipated? No. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, Caboose. I don't know if we could have done that for like a full. We did. That was thirty-eight minutes. Oh really? I couldn't see the time, but I was so excited to show you my pirate's code. Yo, can you just read an excerpt of that pirate code? Like, I don't know if you guys saw this down in chat or like during our during the recording. She literally has a document for the pirates code. <laughs> can, you, can you hold that up real quick for them to see sure. again, Carol? Like, y'all want to talk about me and my lightsabers. This is crazy. Um, yeah, but it did not take me 10 minutes to take it out. Oh gosh, you yeah, yeah, because you were ready. No one had to ask you to go find <laughs> it. <laughs> it's yeah, a little long. Yeah, my bad. Like Cheryl ha couldn't be here today, uh, so my guest speaker is Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, I made the mistake of calling uh, Captain Jack just Jack Sparrow, and um, they were none too pleased. But today, yes, we have our Captain Jack Sparrow with us to talk about his movies. <laughs>
Savvy. So, can you can you read a line for oh, me, please? That's right. Um, let me find a good one. Um. Um. I'm trying to see if I could find one that they have in the movie. I mean, do they have anything about parlay? Because that would be perfect. I mean, this technically is parlay. Oh, okay. Um. She's finding us a passage to read, everybody. So just give her a second. I'm very curious <laughs> about this. Uh... Wow, loved you as Tonto. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's not as fun, I guess. But okay, there's so many. <laughs> mm -hmm. It looks like it is super long. Okay, brethren of the pirate vessels who do not request parley may be done no harm and must be brought before the captain provided they adhere themselves to the shipboard code of conduct. Okay. All right then. <laughs> this is official. Now we know. If we ever have to, if we ever get into a time machine and go back in the past, we can know what the rules are. You okay? What did you drop? I almost dropped. My parlay. Oh no. <laughs> My code. <laughs> Pirate's code of conduct. <laughs> Do you have a bandana underneath that hat? Yeah. <laughs> you just no. noticed it? It's like, oh. I, <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about what it was. I was just I saw it and I was like, oh okay. And then moved on, but then I didn't think about it. <laughs> it ain't her hairline. <laughs> It took me. Know. It took me all week to grow this. Oh my gosh! I mean, <laughs> it comes in better on your face than it does in mine. <laughs> tell me your secrets. So so good, so good. You know what's funny, Cheryl? I think that even though you you are like emulating your best Jack Sparrow, you still look better than me, and I'm very <laughs> upset with that. It's this deep cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> PG stream, PG stream. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, yeah, that was, uh, that was Cheryl's, um, that was Cheryl's favorite, uh, Pirates film, uh, one of her favorite movies. And that is going to be it for us as far as, like, we're going to take a week off, um, next week. So next week, we're not going to stream. Right. Um, because this is going to be technically the start of our break before we come back with what we're calling our second season. Uh, but we're going to come back, not next week, but the week after next, so that we can talk about Mortal Kombat. And then we're going to go on break for another week, because we want to give ourselves two weeks off. And then we'll come back and be ready for season two. That reminds me that I forgot to mention that this was our season finale. <laughs> That's um, right. We we got renewed. Yeah. <laughs> yay! It's okay. I can put it in the description. Um, yeah, what, you got renewed for another season. What's TOS? Oh, wait. Cheryl, so should we 
maybe we sh- should we do this now or should we wait until our our uh, Mortal Kombat recording? But this is our tenth episode of It Wasn't That Good, mm-hmm. and our twenty third episode, right? Right. Of an open discussion. Well, technically, so, we still have to do one more because this is the twenty second one because we're doing Mortal Kombat. But technically, okay. this is supposed to be episode twenty three. Okay, so should we wait until we do Mortal Kombat to celebrate um, doing like completing our whole season? Um, I guess. Oops. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I put it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> ITWG. I didn't have my glasses on. <laughs> I'll fix I'll fix that later. <laughs> We're at the end. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Caboose, what is TOS? Oh. If that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't good. Yeah, I don't know what TOS is either. Actually, huh? Tell us, tell us, Caboose. What does TOS stand for? <laughs> See, that's why it's we t- need um, Strickman. No, the joke has passed. <laughs> I think it had something to do with my clothes. <laughs> that I had to do something when you. I think you wrote it when I you was said, like, ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, maybe it's, maybe maybe it means titties on stream oh. or something. <laughs> That would make sense. You can't even um, see the cleavage. Come on. Yeah, I got cleavage. Look at that. My cleavage. <laughs> ain't um. Yeah. All right. So we'll wait till Mortal Kombat to celebrate. But um. Yeah, I think yeah. we can do that because technically it would be the last episode. But we we can't do it in the recording. But we can definitely celebrate like off screen. So I'll bring the rum. You will bring the rum. <gasps> We should have had rum. We didn't have <laughs> rum. What's wrong with us? I didn't want to go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I didn't want to buy it either. Try. I gotta save some money. But um, man, that's good. <laughs> yeah, like um, kind of hard to believe. But well, I mean, we'll talk more about it when we do Mortal Kombat. But and are we doing anything else with Mortal Kombat? Or are we just doing Mortal Kombat? We're are just we doing, doing Mortal business? Kombat because they pushed their thing, so we changed our schedule. And now it doesn't fit doing an old the old one. So right. we're not going to do the old one. And we only have HBO to blame. Yeah, well, I mean, that means that that stream can be a celebration stream then. We can... Uh, talk about Mortal Kombat, and then just spend the rest of the stream just chilling and, and chat with everybody. celebrating the end of Season 1 and the renewal of Season 2. Oh my god! <laughs> and then we can tell everyone what we're going to start with and what's really going to air first. Because it's right. going to be different. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but it's kind of cool. Like, started back in um, October, and then we're now in April. And we have like November. Uh, I thought we started the end of uh, the end of October. We started the end of November, and we started airing at the beginning of December, or okay. the middle of December. Right. That's why we have you around because you're the schedule person. What would we do without you? Um, but yeah, no. See, exactly. That's and that's amazing. Like right now, that's 32 episodes. So yeah, we're gonna celebrate. We're in two weeks, 
when we do Mortal Kombat, we'll, we'll make sure we remind you guys in uh, in chat and stuff. Um, we're gonna celebrate. We're gonna celebrate us make, getting this far and sticking sticking it with sticking with this for this long because it's crazy. Um, what uh, are we gonna change our our starting time? Um, we, we, should, well, we can talk about it um, and tell everyone at Mortal Kombat episode. But I, but I think I'm not used to my head being so big. <laughs> By the way, when I was my my roommate was helping me with this whole getup, and nice. at some point we both couldn't stop laughing, and like I couldn't do it because I couldn't hold still because I was laughing so hard. And, like, I had to fix the eye makeup because I was laughing so hard that I was crying. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't, I didn't. didn't dress up, guys, because I don't have anything to wear. I literally was looking. There's nothing in the house. I don't own pirate garb or anything like that. I don't have any pirate swords or eye patches. And it was too late for me to go and buy any. I got points, sucker. Right? So, Caboose yeah. gave me points. <laughs> I get the feeling that in the future, Cheryl will always be the one that dresses up. <laughs> I I have always been the only one that dresses up. <laughs> uh, still calling for him as a little swan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. Every episode <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> that would be fun but it's really this, it, it's it's I, like i just happen to have all of this stuff so <laughs> yeah right seriously though she basically like hey cheryl can you be a pirate for a day oh let me check my wardrobe has nothing but pirate wardrobe <laughs> by seriously. the way another cool thing that i don't know i don't think you know about even though i just posted about it on instagram today I actually got to go on the ship that they used for the Interceptor. Um, the actual boat is called Lady Washington, and I got to go on it and take pictures of it and with it. That was cool. Wow, that's crazy. So of course nerd. You would. I'm not even. I'm not even a little bit surprised. Like, <laughs> if any girl, it's amazing that you're not a legit pirate right now no i didn't i did not get to drive it although you could um sail you could actually sail on it was it was um at the port so um i just got to like go on it and like walk around and stuff but you have to like pay to drive it (laughs) and i did not have money but they do tour lady washington and another boat i forget what the other one is but they're used for a lot of movies and stuff they're historical boats and you can totally go on them and pay to ride on them and stuff like that. They tour around. <laughs> Lady Washington is his name. Nice. It's also the Jolly Roger from Once Upon a Time. Wait, what? The um, Lady Washington, the boat, is also the Jolly Roger from Once Upon a Time. Oh, nice. Okay. Didn't know that. You're like, did you even watch that? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Can't even with this guy. Caboose said you should have uh, you should have driven it to the world's end and proved the flat earthers right. 
I think that the third Except movie did that. <laughs> uh huh. Oh man. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like um, one other thing I just remembered: the interceptor got sunk in that movie, right? Yeah. So Zoe Zaldana didn't get her ship. No, but she's okay with it. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, I guess she must she be. She was. Maybe she did get her ship, so she doesn't come back in any of the other movies. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because she got too big, man. <laughs> After that, yeah. she was, like, super famous. I mean, that's How impressive. Cool would it be if that they made, like, a one-off? I forgot she was in this movie. They should make a one-off movie for her. I wonder if they could. Um, I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, if they want to reinvigorate it, but I don't know. I think so much of Pirates is tied to Jack Sparrow. and That's true. I guess we'll see what happens with Johnny Depp in the future because things aren't looking too good for him right now. Oh, um, you wanted to know how Barbosa came back? Oh, yeah. How did Barbosa come back to life? Calypso. She did some, like, oh, magic. He was in the second movie? I only remember her in the third. I didn't remember her in the second movie. He wasn't in the second... Well, he was at the end of the second movie. Like, he was dead, and then they uh, they find Tiadalma in the swamp, and then she reintroduces him at the very, very end of the movie, and that's the cliffhanger. And then we had to wait a whole another fucking year to watch the next movie, and I was like, awesome, I don't because I didn't know there was going to be a third movie. And I was like, oh, the way to hold on her year. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with, um, uh, there's another one, like, same, another comparison. But they did the same thing on Matrix Reloaded. And then as soon as it ends, it's like, to be continued, you're, like, waiting. I think we didn't have to wait a year. I think it was, like, eight months or something. But it was crazy. Because, yeah, they shot those movies back to back. Which is nice when they do do that, so you don't have to wait that long. Do do. He did it again, you guys. <laughs> did you guys ever see, um, oh my god, I just. Brain fart. Oh, like, not, no, so not did you see. Do you know how long it took to shoot or how they shot the Lord of the Rings movies? Because I felt like we got a Lord of the Rings movie every other year or every year. They did once a year. Yeah, so did they just film them all like right back to back to back? Um, they that's nuts if you think about it. That's that's a trilogy of films in a in like three years, which never happens nowadays. Yeah. So what I do know is that they that when Peter Jackson pitched um, Lord of the Rings, he pitched it as one movie, and they said no, let's make it three. So they already had the deal to make three. When they before they started developing it, so I imagine yeah. that they they did shoot like continually, but um, mm -hmm. I don't think they just did one and then did another one. So they probably developed everything and then like shot it. Well, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the timeline is, but I do know. Yeah, <laughs> I do know that um, that they knew about all that they were gonna do three movies before they developed it, so. Okay. Yeah, Markman's Prime says that they were all shot at basically the same time, so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's crazy, because, yeah, we got to see all those movies while we were in high school. Right? Right. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. I th um, it was just before high school. The first one was before high school. The first one was before high school, yeah. 
That was the movie so, that made me decide I wanted to go into film. That's awesome. But then, and the Harry Potter films, those started when we were oh, young. Those are garbage. Like... Oh, shit. <laughs> are you serious right now? Oh, no. Are we going to have to do... Oh. I, I, I feel an episode coming. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 I had no idea you felt that. You felt that way about every Harry Potter film? They are all trash. All of it trash in the in the garbage should not even exist. <laughs> I know, right? Caboose went, oh. <laughs> Season two is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is going to be a conversation for another day. But oh shit! I mean, you must be one of the people that read the books then. Yeah. And you read all the books. I, I read guess. all the books before watching all the movies. That that explains it. Yeah. Did you do it <laughs> the other way around? I haven't read any of the books. <gasps> That's why you think they're good. <laughs> I mean, they could also just be good movies. <laughs> no. Okay, we're going to do an episode. But can you know, you, before like... we do the episode, can you read the first book? Are you fucking kidding me? It's the shortest book. How short? It's I dude. I read it when I was in fifth grade. I think you can read it in like a day or two. I've never owned. You can Harry read it Potter. in a week, says Caboose. You can read it in a week. I mean, yeah. I guess I just gotta. As long as I manage my time well, I barely <laughs> have time to read anything now. I haven't even read a manga in the last like three months. Um, <laughs> Caboose has the books. I'll throw a book into your window. Open up. (laughs) (laughs) Windows open, Caboose. I'm ready. And then the book just comes in and hits me in the face. (laughs) Oh, don't forget. It's almost time for for everyone to get their vaccines. So keep an eye out for making an appointment. Yes. Yeah, I got some. um, I have uh, some links so that I can, like, sign up and everything. So... I think it opens on on the 16th. Caboose is getting his tomorrow. I think Yay. that uh, Markham's Prime is also getting his tomorrow. So nice, nice. People are already uh, people are already getting theirs. Yeah, so yeah, both Caboose and Markham's Prime both getting theirs tomorrow. I'm getting my what? All three? What are you talking about? He's being ridiculous. Like all three brands. <laughs> I'm getting Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna. what's the other one? Moderna. <laughs> it's modern. No. I'm getting my second one on Wednesday. Oh, you already got your first one. I, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, because I was in the group before the everyone group. <laughs> Maybe you should wait. <laughs> oh, my. You <laughs> Oh shit, you know them too? <laughs> Bruh! <laughs> Dude, can you just hook up Chris? <laughs> oh, 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 uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, after getting your vaccine, why not? You just could chill. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all are fucking ridiculous. Y'all are fucking ridiculous. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh. Well, all right. I'm starting to get a little tired. How long? How long have you been going for? Two, almost two and a half hours. All right. You already have food ready for you, right? Yeah. I was legit worried that you wouldn't be able to take me seriously. <laughs> oh, I I love what you did. Like, <laughs> I'm like joking, like whatever shit, but like I, I legit love that you took the time for this. And I wish that I had some pirate stuff so I could have been a pirate with you. Um, but I love the fact that you were able to do this. Come in. So, yeah. Come it in. was great. <laughs> absolutely. And, absolutely. And now I get to rewind uh, or like watch our stream again so I can actually see your reaction. Oh yes, because you didn't get to see I it. I couldn't see yeah. anything with my. With I my think I clipped off. it too, so you might have a clip. <laughs> I just need to have you torrent open in the background. I okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like someone clipped it, so I think you'll be able to. I think you'll be able to check it out. But yeah, it was great. Ab absolutely. So very nicely done. Miss uh, Captain Captain da Jack Cheryl. <laughs> Captain Jack Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So yes, absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, but that was we done. We done. We did two of our favorite movies. We did The Matrix and we did Pirates. So I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna um, watch the rest of these movies now. But I guess I'll wait until we are ready to do them for the show. Because now I just I. I legit want to see them again. I also, I, I mean, I'm just going to go for it. I can watch it again. And then again. <laughs> You're like, I'll watch it twice. I'll give a fuck. <laughs> I'll watch it three times. I mean, that's fair. I've seen the Matrix trilogy a shit ton of times at this point. So, yeah, why not? Why not? I so. mean, sorry. I just, I just got to say it. And I could bring it up again later when we do the, when we do the show again. But, um, like the difference between Barbosa, Davy Jones, and Blackbeard, like Davy Jones got his own theme song, and like it's such a like standout piece like of music that yeah. like it totally just bulldozes everyone else, and like it makes sense for his thing to be stronger than Barbosa because he's the next step villain. Yeah. But, like, Blackbeard just wasn't there. Like, it had to, like, keep up with that and, like... But just, you know, seeing Blackbeard and comparing Blackbeard to Davy Jones, it's like, well, see, that's what your problem was. Yeah. But Blackbeard yeah. makes Davy Jones look, like, even more villainous and amazing and complex, too, because he just had a broken heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had his heart literally ripped from his chest. It's a love story. It is. A lot of the best stories are, even when you don't think they are. I have to get a Davy Jones outfit now. Oh God! How are you gonna do? You gotta have like all the squid. Like, I'm gonna go to the Asian market and get some octopus tentacles and like glue them to my face. That's going to be so nasty. And then I'm going to tie the ends of the tentacles with, like, strings and rig them so that I could pull these. 
<laughs> make them move. <laughs> Davy Jones, you're gonna look like Zoidberg from Futurama. And then I'm gonna go and take a key out. <laughs> <laughs> I reach, reach into your own throat. <laughs> Hanging key. Oh my gosh. Good All right. Oh, I'm just, that's right. Sorry. You yawned again. All right. I think it's time to go ahead and call it a day. But yeah, um, this was fun. Yeah, I mean, we still got to just talk for a little bit after we get off stream anyway. But no, this was a good time. It was a fun, fun little stream. Appreciate all you guys coming out and Longest hanging out. Longest episode. Chat. Say again. Longest episode. This is our longest episode? You said 38 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That beats Rogue One. <laughs> that beats Rogue One. Yep. So, but no, like, I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out every time and talking with us and chat and watching us do this and be silly, uh, talk about the things that we love, movies. Um, it's always fun when you guys are here, so I'll make sure that we constantly remind you guys that you guys coming and hang with us makes us enjoy this more. We would do this anyway. This makes it easier to want to do it. So thank you for that. And like we said, we're going to be off uh, next week. We're taking a break. Give ourselves some time to just relax a little bit. The following week, we will come back to do Mortal Kombat so that we can talk about that movie since it'll be new and we want to make sure we post that. And then after that, we'll be going on a break again for a week before coming back and doing this for another 30-something episodes, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. But our Mortal Kombat stream in two weeks will also double as a celebration stream. So we will talk about Mortal Kombat first. And then we're going to spend the rest of the stream just chatting and hanging out. So I'll make sure I drop links or I drop stuff in the Discord so that people can remember. Um, so just to remind people. But um, yeah, if you can come through and hang in two weeks so that you can just celebrate with us. We're celebrating the fact that we did 33 episodes of this show of like total with both our shows. And that's we're proud of that accomplishment. So bring your own beer. <laughs> What'd you just say? Bring your own beer. <laughs> yeah, bring your own beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I better be dressed up as Jax or Scorpion. <laughs> okay. I'll have something for you guys. <laughs> now that now that Mark has put me on blast, I gotta do something. So, you have to top uh, of this now. <laughs> yeah. I'll have, I got some ideas. I, there are some things I still have in this house. <laughs> Man, if I could dress, if I could pull off Oscar, Oscar's Oscar's dope. Oh, good thing Seth's not here. He'd give me shit. So, anyway, anything else you want to say, Cheryl? Before we get before we get out of here? No, just that I had so much fun. Uh, I couldn't see most of the time, but it was still like I. It, it was really hard to do the show without my glasses, but um, but I felt your presence. All of you viewers out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So we're going to get out of here. Remember, we're off for next week. We'll see you in two weeks. Um, you guys have a great night. Have a good rest of the week. Stay safe out there. Get your vaccine shots. You know, times are changing. Hopefully pretty soon we'll all be able to be in person. And who knows, maybe... One day, me and Cheryl can do an in-person uh, video where we're both in the same room. That might be dangerous, though, because neither one of us can really stand each other. And the only reason we've done uh -uh. this for a long time, yeah. 
Plus, like, it takes, like, an hour to get to each other, and that's bullshit. <laughs> but Cheryl has a car now, so she can drive to me. No, I can't. I can't drive. I cannot. You... Okay, so you know how last week when I did the stream very badly? That's how mm -hmm. I drive, like, a car. So I have no business driving a car. <laughs> Wait. Say again? You, you did what? What? Like, why can't you drive? I'm not good at it. Oh, okay. You know, if you practice, you can get better. I, you know that stereotype? <laughs> I don't know what stereotype you're talking about. No, why don't you tell us the stereotype? So there's a stereotype about, like, crappy Asian drivers. And then there's another stereotype about crappy women drivers. And I don't do very well for those stereotypes. Because yeah, I just, you're a hundred percent both of those stereotypes, and I hundred percent prove that those stereotypes right. So <laughs> I have no business being out there on the road. Yeah, Caboose, I was a little surprised she took the bait too, but <laughs> I think she wanted to tell it. Yeah, I did. I think they should take my license away. <laughs> Oh, man. That reminds me, I have to renew my license. My license expired on my birthday this year. So kind of that kind of that kind of snuck up on me. Good so thing you don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Caboose said. Caboose said, just don't renew. And then problem solved. Right. Oh, but did you tell him about the, the um, what do you call the new ID? What's the new the real ID? ID? The real ID. Great thing for you not to renew if you don't, if they, you want them to take your license away. Oh, well, I mean, I like that I can, just I shouldn't. <laughs> I just need to practice. Okay, let's stop talking about this. Okay, okay. <laughs> we, should go, we should go so we can all eat. We can get some rest. I'm sure some other people are going to be starting to stream soon. So, you know, let's go ahead and call it a night. But once again, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Um, I only have the fake ID. Ha ha. <laughs> But yeah, um, so when it, but um, I'm good. That's it for me. I hope you guys have a good week. I'll see some of you later on in the week for the rest of you guys. I'll see you in two. Um, if you have anything else, Cheryl, go ahead and leave us with it. Leave us with it in the chat, and then take us to the lobby. <laughs>